Welcome to Cassie's World Podcast Season 3. Some viewers may find this disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to Cassie's World. Hey, guys. What's going on? It's your girl, Cassie. I really don't know how I sound right now. And I won't know how I sound until after this podcast. Only because I'm, like, in the mix of getting a cold and losing my voice. So I probably sound like a man. I don't know yet. Anyway, so this podcast is going to be, like, a little intense for a lot of people. If you get triggered... Please, 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 I highly recommend that you do not finish this podcast. Do not continue on from right here. Don't continue. If you are easily triggered, please don't continue. Um, A lot of people seem to have liked my personal podcast um, of the Sagittary situation, so... I asked some people, like, what should I do a podcast on? And a lot of people voted on my childhood. Don't know why you guys want to know about my childhood, but let's get into it. (laughs) Okay, so I pretty much had a normal childhood. Like, I lived on Mashula Parkway in New York City in the Bronx. I lived there most of my life. Um, I had my first everything over there, like my first pet, my first asthma attack, the first time I found out I was allergic to seafood, <laughs> like I had my first everything over there. Oh, the first time I almost died because I had like sleep paralysis. Um, the first time I drowned in a pool, it was just crazy. I had my first fight there too. It was crazy. Anyway, so, um, yeah. So basically, I'm going to tell you a little bit about what I had to go through living over there. So, yeah, let's get into it. It's real intense. Okay. Again, if you're triggered, stop listening. Please stop listening. I do not want people inboxing me, crying, or whatever. Please don't. Anyway. Okay, so, boom. You know, I went to PS, um, PS280, that's on Mashula Parkway by Steuben Avenue. Um, pretty much went there from like first grade all the way to eighth grade, so I finished everything there. Um, I met people along the way. I had friends. I wasn't like a <clears throat> air quote popular child. I was probably like medium like I don't know how to explain it like everybody in the school knew who I was but like I didn't consider myself popular because I just wasn't living that popular mentality I guess you could call it I don't know but yeah I got bullied by some girl named Chelsea to this day she couldn't do that shit because I'll fuck her up anyway but yeah so I got bullied apparently and then after my mom like 
my mom really had to sit me down and talk to me and tell me like oh people are not supposed to be bullying you and this this and this and I thought like you know that was just something normal because I used to see it on tv all the time so yeah but apparently you're not supposed to get bullied when you're a child in like fourth grade okay didn't know that anyway so yeah um school was like my escape from being in my house because every time I was in my house I would get molested by my grandfather so I hated being home I hated being there I hated going to my babysitter's house at the time too only because like her son used to get in trouble and then we used to all get in trouble because he got in trouble I hated it but loved them to death just hated the rules that she had um but yeah school and going to my babysitter's house that was like our only escape um i hated being home i dreaded it i loved my grandmother to death this woman was like everything like that my mom would tell me about her when she was younger and my aunt and stuff that all went out the window because when I was with my grandmother it was just like it was me and her to like she was my ride or die I was her ride or die we did so much like we did so much shit together it was just that was my best friend today's her birthday too um so that right whoa my voice cry I'm not gonna cry right now okay just give me like five seconds I'm not gonna cry right now anyway so yeah my grandmother was my rock that was my like that was my lady you know we used to sit in the kitchen and talk for hours about everything any and everything she used to read the bible to me and all that and every day I sat in that lady's face I sat in her face for hours and hours and hours and we and we talked about every single thing from sex to washing dishes to cooking to how to get a husband and keep one and I never once mentioned to her that her husband was touching me mind you he's not my mother's father he's my grandfather through marriage So, I just, I don't even know. Honestly, I was young. I was like 9, 10 years old. And I honestly thought that was normal. You guys can sit here and you could judge me all you want. I really don't care. But I just, I like, I felt so lost. I felt... I don't even know, like, words can't even describe, like, how you feel as a child and a grown person is touching you and they're touching you inappropriately and they're doing it every single day. Like, if it's my, my grandmother, she had diabetes, so she was always sleeping. My stepfather, he was working. My mom was working. My grandmother and my grandfather was basically the people who watched us all the time while my mom would be working. 
And the only time the babysitter watched us is if my mom and my and my grandmother got into an argument. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, um, he was basically like, I don't honestly remember when it started. I just remember me being comfortable with it. Like, it's hard to explain, you know, and I already did the men the mental institutions and shit so i could talk about this shit i don't care but um i really don't remember when it started i just remember me being comfortable like me going up to him sometimes and letting him do things to me him doing things to me and i just like it's like i liked it or something like and i remember like I told him, like, me and him got into, like, I don't even want to call it an argument because I was, like, a little-ass kid. And I just told him, like, oh, I'm going to tell my mom what we be doing and stuff like that. And he was like, if you tell your mother, then I'm going to kill you. Or he'll say, like, my mom's going to call the cops on me and I'm going to be the one that gets arrested. And then the whole family's going to hate me and stuff like that. Ooh, I'm not going to cry. I promise I'm not going to cry. <clears throat> anyway, so, <clears throat> yeah, he would tell me stuff like that. And I was scared. Like, I was I was 9, 10 years old. I didn't know what the hell was what the hell. My mom, she was always working. She never told us about sex. She never taught us about someone touching us inappropriately to tell her. She didn't wait. My mom didn't wait to give us the talk until after I had sex already. Like, I already lost my virginity. And she's like, oh, this is how you put on a condom. And this, that, and the third. Like, what the hell? Like, I had talked to my grandmother. But my grandmother, it was just like, you know, um, we never got in depth, like, with talking about sex. It was always, oh, when you get married and... You only give your body to your husband and stuff like that, that type of sex. But my grandmother never blatantly said, like, oh, if you have sex, this and this will happen, stuff like that. Like, no. My family did not talk about sex with any of us. We all had to learn sex on our own. Anyway, so, yeah, I've asked my sisters, too, like, if he touched them and stuff. And my sisters was like... You know, my sisters were, like, barely home. Like, my sisters were always with their dads. I was never with my dad. My dad wasn't, like, really in the picture. He wasn't really around at the time. So, it's not like I could, you know, just go with my dad every weekend and stuff like that. It's been plenty of times where I've gotten phone calls from my dad saying that he's going to come pick me up and then turn around and he never came. You know, that's just normal shit. That's something that I ended up getting accustomed to, which was bad. But it was like, I didn't blame him. Like, when I was younger, I blamed him. But now, it's like, we have a better relationship. Um, I could tell him anything. We could talk about any and everything. So, the same thing with my mom, too. I can talk to her about any and everything. My mom actually didn't find out about this until I was like... 19 and <clears throat> she found out like the most 
horriblest way you could ever imagine. I'm not going to tell anybody how she found out about it, but she found out and she was like hurt and pissed. I think she was more pissed than hurt because it was just like, why you didn't tell me? And, you know, and like everybody else knew except for her, like one of those moments. And I couldn't really tell my mom because like she was always she was literally always working always working the only time I see my mom was on holidays like she was literally always working so which wasn't a bad thing because like we needed money so and she like every Christmas we was set so you know she made up for it she makes up for it a lot now because we see her all the time now and it's like go home but you know I love my mom but I'm sorry if I'm, like, switching off topic and stuff. I'm, like, trying not to think about that topic too much. Anyway, so, yeah, um, he definitely did that for a long time. He did that for a long time. Once we moved from Mashula Parkway, we moved to St. Lawrence in the Bronx, and he wasn't there at first. And I think it was, like, the most happiest I've ever been. And then he started coming around again. Um, him him and my grandmother moved in with us again. And it started happening all over again. And my stepfather was there. My stepfather never touched me. I'm just clearing this up right now. My stepfathers, none of them ever touched me. They never touched me. It was just my grandfather. My stepfathers used to live with us, too. But... It was just like my stepfathers, they worked. They wasn't living at the same time. It was two different people, okay? Don't judge because y'all moms ain't married, so shut up. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah, he did it there for a long time too. And then I was like finally getting the courage to tell my grandmother. And then she told me. Like, the same day that I was going to tell her, she was just like, oh, how much she loves him. And they were together for years. I think they were together since she was, like, probably, like, in her 20s or something. And she passed away when she was, like, 45. So they were they were together for a long, long time. And I felt like if I told her, I was just going to crush her heart. Like, I know my grandmother would have left him. I know that for a fact. She would have left him and called the cops on him. Like, I think my grandmother would have killed him, (laughs) to be honest. But I know I didn't want to tell her. At that time, I I was, like, around 11. So it happened for, like, uh, probably a year, probably. I know when I moved to St. Lawrence, I was like 11 going on 12. And then we left from there and we moved to 170. And then when we moved to 170, that's when we found out my grandmother passed away. So I never saw him again. Well, I'm lying. I saw him again after my grandmother passed away. And I was probably like 13 when I saw him again. And he tried to do the same shit, and I was just like, no, nigga. Like, I will tell my mother, you're lucky I'm not telling her right now. And that day when he had spent the night at my house, I was standing over him with a knife in my hand, and I was going to kill him. But my mom walked in, 
she didn't see me trying to kill him, but she walked in and I got scared and I threw the knife and whatever. But I'm actually glad my mom walked in because I probably would have still been in jail right now. And then it would have been like a whole bunch of celebrities trying to get me out of jail. <laughs> Talking about, oh, like, you know, she was young and he did this to her. So she reacted to it and stuff like that. Yeah. But I'm actually glad, you know, I don't I don't know if he's still alive or not. The last the last I've heard about it was that he was still alive. But I've also heard that he was dead. So I don't know. The only way, the only sure way to know is if you actually see the nigga's corpse, I guess, which is probably bones, but whatever. Anyway, so yeah, I had like a regular childhood, I guess, kind of, sort of, not really, but most of my childhood, it was just like, I was crying all the time. I wasn't, I didn't have a normal childhood. I'm lying. Like I was crying all the time. I was going through that. I lost friends along the way because they were getting, they were either dying like from natural causes. And one of my closest friends, brother died from, um, his stepfather beating him in, beating him with a baseball bat till he died. So I lost all the friends. And then like, I had to babysit all the time. It was so annoying. I couldn't be a child. So yeah, um, <laughs> I'm sorry if like I sound really dull right now. It's like five o'clock in the morning and I'm making this. <laughs> My bad. I was supposed to make this on Thursday. Today's Friday, so I'm a day late and I apologize for that. Anyway, um, yeah, my childhood was like kind of crazy, kind of intense. And then I got raped when I was like 14. I was like 14 years old going to school. And it's crazy because that incident spread around the school so fast. It literally like took a week and the whole school was talking about it. The teachers were talking about it. They were trying to make like protocols about it and whatever. And after that day, I stopped going to school. I dropped out of school after that. Then I went back to school because ACS was called for some reason. Like, I'm not a grown-ass man, but okay. But yeah, ACS was called, so I had to go back to school. And then I went back, and then I got pregnant, and then they kicked me out. So yeah, that's how my childhood... I might child... Yeah, I can write a book about my freaking life. I just hate typing <laughs> and I hate writing, but yeah, it's just, it's a lot of stuff that happened that probably could have been avoided, except for those two things that happened to me that was like real intense, but everything else that I went through in my life could have been avoided if I would have just chose the right paths, but I didn't because I like to test things. <laughs> But that would probably, like, you know, be the reason why I'm attracted to older guys. Like, I don't feel anything when I date people my age. But I want to be in, like, real serious relationships with people who are way older than me. And I think the oldest guy I've ever dated was, like, 52. 
I think it was 52 or 53. So, like, he could have been my dad. That was crazy. But, yeah, I'm sorry this podcast isn't as fun. I'm making another podcast on Saturday, and it's going to be way lighter than this. Like, real, real lighter than this. So, sorry about this one. Um, If you guys want me to do another personal podcast, you know, you guys have been hitting me up, as you should. So, keep hitting me up. Keep asking me what y'all want me to talk about. And I shall deliver. Thank you guys. Later. Bye.